Self-care has become a bit of a buzz term, especially when directed at parents. But so few of us are prioritising it, and when we do, we can sometimes feel guilty. Self-care often gives us a mental image of not doing very much at all, and in our busy lives we place a lot of value on doing. So I think it's time for a rebrand. Because it's more important than it's ever been that we take care of ourselves. You're listening to the Hypno Parenting Podcast, a podcast for parents just like you who want to build their mental health resilience and enjoy parenting more. I'm your host, Jade Gordon, and each week we'll take a look at strategies and tips to help you thrive as a parent. Wherever you are, however you're listening, thanks for joining me here today and taking this time for you. Now, let's get started. Self-care is a term that's thrown around a lot. But here in Scotland, as I'm recording this today, we've just completed our first day of homeschooling or schooling at home or virtual learning or however you want to describe it. So it's probably far from most parents' mind the idea that they need to look after themselves, that they need to make sure they have self-care in their day. But actually, there's never been a more important time, which I'm sure you kind of know. (laughs) So why are most of us not starting our day with self-care or scheduling it in? What do you feel when you hear the term self-care? What words come to mind? If we were here together right now and we were to play a word association game or a phrase association game, When I say self-care, what would you say? What's the first word or words that come to mind? The game might go a little like this. (laughs) Self-care, no time. Self-care, bath, relaxation, time alone, selfish. Or maybe self-care, time out, guilty. This sounds very negative. But my point is that even though we know it's important, even though every second image on my Instagram feed (laughs) covers self-care, some of the most common things that come up for people when they hear the word self-care are that it's selfish, guilty, maybe you feel like it's something you don't have time for and it's not a priority. And I think I know why. We value doing so much these days. We evaluate activities by how productive they are, how much we can tick off the list. And worst of all, we value busyness so highly. Busyness is a badge of honour. To say you're so busy. I used to do it all the time. And actually, I was busy. I really was busy. But I was busy by choice because that's what I thought was valuable. It was what we all strive for, to be busy. It's a standard reply many parents give, along with the being tired, that we all reply with out of the habit without actually taking the time to check in and analyse how we are time-wise, how we feel energy-wise, what's really going on. 
We're so used to that, oh, I'm really tired or I'm really busy. And that's what automatically comes out of our mouth when someone asks us. We feel guilty about self-care because we see it as downtime, as doing nothing. It's something that we should do, but actually we don't feel achievement when we complete it. Society tells us we should be productive, that we should be busy to be successful or even worthwhile. But this couldn't be further from the truth. That downtime is actually vital for everyone. So I want to rebrand it as stress processing time. I feel like if we understood what was going on when we took time out from that busyness, if we really appreciated how important it is, then we would be more inclined to prioritise it. Our brains have an amazing ability to deal with stress. Day-to-day stress and pandemic homeschool stress and wrestling a toddler while working from home stress. But we need to give it a chance. Every day we collect stress as we go about our daily lives. Let's be honest, things happen in our day. Things we don't plan, things we don't expect. Life isn't all smooth sailing, I'm sure you'll agree. Maybe we sleep in, we're late for a Zoom call, or we one has an explosive nappy requiring a full change right after their bath. Our Wi-Fi acts up, we're running low on toilet roll, or maybe just a quick nip to the shops. Let's be honest, during a pandemic, that can add a lot of stress into our brain. At night, we rerun the events of the day. During our sleep, when we process those stresses, we rerun them, take what we need from them, and then file the rest. As we do this, we remove any emotion from it. It changes from an emotional memory to a narrative one, and it's no longer stored as stress. This is an amazing system, but it can get out of balance, either when our stress levels are too high or we're not getting enough sleep. We all have times when our stress levels are high, and this past year or so has shown us how much we can tolerate and what our responses are when we reach the tipping point when we can't process that extra stress. The other part of the equation is whether we can get enough good quality sleep to cope with our stress levels. For those of you with children who don't sleep, I can definitely relate to that. So what can we do when we have more stress stored in our brain than we can process at night? Well, part of the answer is self-care, of course, or as I'm rebranding it, stress processing time. Okay, it doesn't quite have the same ring to it and we'll probably stick with self-care most of the time, but it does sound more valuable, doesn't it? So what kind of activities help us process stress? Well, my favourite one, of course, is got to be hypnosis, because with hypnotherapy, we target this in a way that replicates that wonderful part of our sleep that helps process stress, the rapid eye movement sleep. But most things that are labelled self-care, or seem like they actually are downtime, are really helpful in this way. And even a little can help make a difference. You know that straw that broke the camel's back? 
well, this is when we get to that point where we can't cope with our stress levels anymore. But just taking a little bit off and a little bit off a few times during the day can be a great start to helping us tip that balance back towards coping better with that stress and processing it enough at night. So things like staring into the flames of the fire, for example, just checking out for a bit, allowing your brain to take over, staring out the window, maybe zoning out a bit while you do so, allowing that processing to take place. Any activity where you feel like you've switched to autopilot. For some people, that's running, swimming, could be having a bath, a shower, yoga, taking time to be mindful about your skincare, etc, etc. The possibilities are endless. But it's time to start to value taking time for us. Especially at the moment where we're juggling so many extra plates. Your mental health depends on it. How you show up for your family depends on it. And it's not like I'm asking you to do something terrible. (laughs) Self-care is actually a really lovely thing in general. If this sounds like something you really need to do, but you're not sure where to start and you need support and accountability, the Hypno Parenting Club is currently open. It's a monthly membership for parents with group hypnotherapy, new stress-reducing hypnosis MP3 each month, self-care and resilience-boosting masterclasses, and a wonderful, supportive community. It's your go-to place for those stress-processing time activities that we all need. And in this week's show notes, you can download our list of 70 self-care ideas for stress-processing time ideas, which you can find at sonamum.com forward slash show three. That's S-O-N-A-M-U-M dot com forward slash show and then the number three, along with a link to join the Hypno Parenting Club. I hope you have a great week and remember to take your diary out or your calendar and make sure you actually plan some stress processing time. You don't just deserve it. It's a basic survival requirement right now, but remember that you can enjoy it too.